The cowboy pulled his six-shooter from his holster and peeked around the corner of the bank building. Shattering glass, along with screams of panic and terror from within, sent a stream of sweat trickling down the middle of his back. Marshal Morgan Brown was over an hour away, attending the trial of the notorious outlaw Barton Solomon, the scourge of the West, a hired killer who had over sixteen notches on his pistol grip. With no lawman available, the cowboy was on his own. Only he could protect the innocent women and children of Bent Nail Creek. He sighted down the barrel, the rays from the burning sun bouncing off the cold steel. Holding steady, he zeroed in on the front of the building. The door burst open, and two gunmen carrying bags of money. Lizzie! Jane whispered loud enough to get her sister's attention. Uncle Gardner is here. Elizabeth Bennet closed the dime novel and shoved it under the cushion, in time to stand and welcome her mother's only brother back from his long journey at sea. The Bennet family surrounded their favorite uncle, Mr. Edward Gardner, to hear about his journey. Did you discover lovely vistas and beautiful forests, uncle? Elizabeth Bennet had a great admiration for nature. Living in the midst of a city on the Atlantic seaboard gave her few glimpses of the Earth's verdant bounty. She was weary of witnessing the remnants of the war between the states. One of her father's colleagues referred to the conflict as the Civil War, an oxymoron from her point of view. Reconstruction had begun, yet a sense of hopelessness and loss still blanketed her neighborhood. Most had lost at least one male family member to the conflict. The prospects for any of the Bennett daughters marrying and having a home of their own were slim to none. The ball they had attended the night before affirmed the sparsity of male partners as she was forced to sit out all but two of the dances, standing up with her eldest sister Jane both times. The West is like nothing I have ever seen before, Lizzie. The soil is rich, begging to be planted. Tall fir trees are remarkably thick, keeping the sun from reaching the forest floor. Bushes dripping with sweet blackberries hanging from the vines grow so abundantly I soon tired of the fruit. Apple trees, pear trees, and plum trees filled groves, so the produce fell to the ground, wasted. The grass was green and lush and it felt like walking on your mother's thick rug in her sitting room. When our vessel pulled into Portland on the mighty Columbia River, we spied a snow-capped mountain shaped like an upside-down funnel overlooking the bustling city. I cannot wait to sell out and return with my family. The Willamette Valley is the future for the gardeners. And Indians, uncle? Mary, the middle sister, had wanted to be a nurse during the war, but her tender age and her father had kept her home. Now she dreamed of becoming a missionary to the Native Americans.